Welcome to a brand new episode of Front End Happy Hour. This is a unique one. We're live at Render ATL, which is a conference in Atlanta. This is actually the third year that the conference has been around. Both Jem and I have been invited to come out to Atlanta, so obviously excited to be here. We just finished up a panel discussion this morning on engineering leadership. Jem, so it's just you and I on the podcast today. We're going to focus on reflections on Render ATL. Yeah, this is it's great to, to be in Atlanta, uh, an area I'm very familiar with. Great to finally be at, at Render. We've been invited for two years now and due to pandemic or childcare or just life, we couldn't make it. And we're really stoked we can make it in 2023 to be at a uh, Render ATL. Huge conference. It's Huge. grown so much too, because like people have talked about it in previous years that, you know, it's as conference do, they start out small and then they slowly grow. But yeah, went from really small to a bit bigger the second year. Now the third year, this is one of the biggest conferences I've been to. Same, same. And the production value, I think the style is amazing. Like it, there's a big difference between uh, a community conference and a, like an enterprise one. And just like the attendees, the vibe, this is a very community uh, oriented conference. Like the vibe is better. It's just chill. Today was um, cosplay day. So a, lot, a few people are dressed up. I saw someone dressed as Superman. You know, I've got on like a fun shirt. Uh, tomorrow's like tie dye day. And it's just like, yeah, tech doesn't have to be boring and dry. Tech is made of people. And like, let's remember that. And that's what this conference is all about, like the people. And yeah, there's great talks from really good speakers, but it's really about connecting with each other. I couldn't agree more. And I think even when talking about like a large conference, it's like when I've thought of larger conferences, it's usually like an enterprise one. I mean, Amazon has like AWS conferences and there's tons of them. And they're usually like in Vegas of all places too, <laughs> uh, but they're they're quite large. And so there is that, but this is a large conference, but yeah, very community oriented and just like a lot of really fun networking and people like all coming together. And yeah, the the themes at first, I was like, oh, that's going to be weird. But I've, I've got to say, I've enjoyed a lot of what people are wearing, too. I saw someone dressed in a unicorn costume, and my daughter loves unicorns. I debated almost getting a selfie with this guy, and I was like, this is the best costume ever. I'm sure my daughter would appreciate that one. So, yeah, I can agree a lot on the fact of, like, it's been a really cool vibe. A lot of amazing speakers here, too. Honestly, like so many people that I've met over the years at seen at various conferences, they're all here and speaking, which is really, really cool. One of the, the most fun things that I forget about these large conferences is meeting people that you've only known from Twitter. And a lot of times, I don't know about you, Ryan, but a lot of these people I've known for years on Twitter and talked to them, but I've never actually met in real life. And I meet them. I'm like, wow, you're taller or shorter than I expected. Uh, your personality is different than I expected in a good way. Uh, but I, I love that, like connecting the people. Then we're going to go back to our respective cities and like have these relationships and carry them forward because tech is a really small world. That's what this conference conference reminds me. It's like tech is so small and like you just run into the same people over and over again. Oh, yeah. And if you know someone, they probably know someone who knows someone. It, it's really cool. And I love the point on the Twitter piece that's like there's people that I've built relationships talking to over Twitter that I'll come to a conference and it's like I'm meeting them for the first time in real life, but 
it doesn't feel like it's the first time meeting. Even someone like Taylor Pointexter, she's engineering manager at Spotify. Her and I have actually talked on like a video call many years ago, but we've connected over Twitter for, I don't know how many years, but it's been a while. And I'll never forget even yesterday, just like walking into the elevator and she's right there. It was like, and we gave each other a big hug. It's like, hey, and it's like, yeah, that was the first time we met in real life, which so it's kind of cool to have that connection and be able to have like everyone coming together. So yeah, good call out. Um, I think my only thing I would love to see, and you and I were joking about this, is like AR would be really cool, like augmented reality of like your Twitter profile above your head or something <laughs> like that. So you're like, oh yeah, I know that person. And like, I've chatted with them on Twitter, but you, you do still find that out pretty quickly. Yeah. So uh, you want to talk about our panel this morning? Yeah. Ryan and I and uh, Marty Burgess from Salesforce uh, led a panel. We were the opening panel. Uh, there's four tracks here in the main stage, and we were uh, on one of the tracks. I got to say, if I'm going to say negative about anything, I do not want to open a conference at 9 a.m. Like, Well, 9 a.m., <laughs> and of course, we're on the East Coast, so that was actually 6 a.m. Pacific time for us. And so... We were dragging this morning. We were really dragging. It was a little tough. I think it overall went well, but also you have technical hiccups uh, to deal with, right? The first thing of anything is like, yeah, there's always going to be something that goes wrong. Uh, so we had a little bit. I mean, I think we managed through it, no problem, but we had to pass a single mic, a lapel mic uh, that we are holding on to between the three of us, but it worked. Like, I think the vibe was great. We had a really good discussion on uh, leadership and, and basically mistakes that we've made as leaders. And, you know, it was, it was good, but even the turnout for the audience was tough too, because there was lines of people to get in the door and of course they didn't make it to like all the 9 a.m. talks just because of that too. So there, I agree, like it's kind of tough being the first ones. I did talk to Justin who's leads render ATL and organizes it. He did say that he purposely put experienced speakers as the first slot, <laughs> which I thought was funny. I'm like, well, that's actually not a bad call because you learn to roll with it. So yeah, that worked. And also it helped having Taylor Dessen as our MC. He he kept the room alive and like had tons of energy at 9am. And so I really, really appreciated him introducing us. And, and I think that helped my energy level as well. Yeah, Taylor's a good call for the MC. He must have been chugging coffee because he, he just had the energy. Yeah, like tons of caffeine, like 10 cups of coffee before that. And our, our panel was on... Um, how to not screw things up as a leader. So we talked about some of our recollections and challenges we've, we've faced over the past two, three years, especially with the pandemic and layoffs and just new technology emerging. Was there any like standout points or, or comments that you or someone else made on the panel? I mean, all my points were good, right? Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. of course. No, I actually really, Marty had some great perspectives. I liked when we started talking about, because she's a product manager, but leads product managers as well. And I liked some of the perspectives that she was sharing on how engineering and product collaborate. And we talked about like what works and what doesn't. And it's, it's always really cool to hear that perspective of what does she think of engineering peers and the good and the bad. And I, I definitely can relate never working with her at a company, but I can relate to a lot of product managers that I've worked with and seen how 
I could have maybe shown up better or how that relationship could have been tighter. And, and I thought that was really just interesting to hear her perspective. So that was cool for me, even just as like almost as an audience member listening to her speak to that. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, engineering could do better at that. Or, oh, I do I do a decent job at that. And and so that was kind of cool to, to hear that perspective. I don't know. How about you? What was the takeaways that you got from it? I, I do like that uh, point by Marty. So I had one of the, the questions I asked was, you know, how does how does engineer and product work together? Because there is there's always that tension because like product wants something, engineer wants something. They're not always the same thing. So how how do you align these things? And Marty had had a good answer. She's like, I'm a professional favor asker. And like, that's what I do as a product manager is like, hey, could you do me this favor? And just try to understand the engineering perspective and then shape that into what she knows the company needs because like that's that's the product's job is to like figure out what does the company need, what's the market need but engineering is like oh cool tech how do we build technical debt all these things and like trying to balance all those out uh and you had a good point too about like communication is like the most important thing you can do and it doesn't matter if things change or um you know you're talking to a new group of people what's important is like you're clearly communicating what's happening all the time and that goes to product too so I, I like both your points there. Those are standouts to me. Yeah, the communication one to me is something that as a leader, I'm always striving to be better at. Like, how can I be more clear and concise? And that to me, I think resonates for all of our roles in that sense of being leaders. What have been some of your other, like after we we did our talk, we got to connect with some of the community. By this time, the, the hallways were full. There's still a very long line to get in, which is a great thing, but... Um, it means not everybody caught all the talks, but I think once we wait an hour or so, we were able to, to see and meet everybody. But what's been your experience now that like the halls are filled, you went to some vendor booths? Uh, what do you think? Well, a lot of people, that's for sure. Like you said, long lines of getting people in. And yeah, the once we work through some of the technical issues, things are right on track and working well. But one thing it was the community vibe is definitely something like I know we mentioned that earlier. I feel it even just walking in the halls, but also just all the different representation of tech in one spot versus like sometimes like you go to a tech conference and it it feels underrepresented and so that i feel like render has done a very very good job of just attracting everyone from all areas of the country and i'm sure like international and it's really cool to see a lot of that coming together yeah i i i like that too it's a lot of tech conferences you go they're not super diverse in terms of either gender or um you know generally the way people identify it's kind of it biases towards the way the general tech population is um and renders like you know trying to fix that and it's highlighting that there is this really big diversity of engineering talent that's out there it's just like companies have to go they, they need to work a little bit harder to to get there and, and connect with these people and I, I think a lot of companies do and they know that but Renders like making it really easy to do that because you have so much talent here. Uh, I was eating lunch with um, with Nick from who's actually on, in my org in, in growth at Netflix, and someone walked up and they're just like, "Hey, I want to tell you about my startup." And like this this uh, <laughs> this person like they're they're a senior in college here. I forget which college they go to, but like they already had two iPhone apps in the app store, which is pretty difficult to do. And they're just like pitching pitching us so hard. I'm like man, you, you're going to do something like your, your hustle here, your drive is like something that you turn that into real, real energy. You can get VC money like, and we're going to hear your name later down the road. Cause like, I can, I can feel that energy. And it's like, 
especially as engineering leaders, you know, we, we talk about how difficult it is being a leader and just, it can be demoralizing sometimes. It's, it's a lonely job. It's a very stressful job, but like just feeling the energy from like the, some of the younger generation and some of the younger folks and they're like, Oh, they have all these big ambitions and things like that. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting some of that. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like it re-energizes you as well, like being around all those people and hearing what they're working on or what they're excited about or new tech or all those things. I've always found that in conferences that I feel like this energy and it excites me and inspiring too. Like, I think that that really re- has always resonated with me at conferences, but you kind of forget it. And maybe it's also too, we have been in a pandemic and there's, you know, this year I feel as though there are more of these in-person conferences. And so it it's, feels like we took a hiatus a lot and then coming back to it, it's like in full steam and, and being at an event like that, you start to really remember, hey, yeah, this is a cool way to connect with people and learn about new tech or just testing people excited about things is, is really cool. So I'm glad you called that out too. You know what? I... I didn't expect and I never expected, but I've really enjoyed is, uh, and I gotta tell you, Ryan, it's really special having people come up to us and be like, Hey, we love, we love your podcast. Cause one, one thing we, we don't talk about a lot on, on this is like the more meta of having a podcast is there's no feedback. Really? We get comments on Twitter, maybe on SoundCloud, but you re- never really know who's listening or like the demographics or any of that. So to actually meet people who are like, Oh, we're such a big fans of, of the of front and happy hour and all these things has been really impactful. Have you had any of that run? Yeah. Like really surprisingly, like same to you. It's like, you don't think of that and that people are recognizing us where I'm like, we're voices, right? Like it's not even that we're shooting video in our podcast. And so people are recognizing us and coming up to us and saying like how much the podcast means to them that they enjoy it. But not only that has helped them in ways too. like, Hey, we've actually given good advice on the podcast, which is really cool. (laughs) Surprisingly. Uh, Yeah. It's that to me was, it's really great to hear that. It's like, I know we do this, like we enjoy doing this podcast and have fun doing it, but it's also to give back and help people if we can you never really know if we are. And sometimes I forget what I even say half the time. Like we've done so many episodes, but it's obviously resonating with people. And that to me, it was really great to hear that. So I agree with you. It's like nice to get that feedback um, and, and learn and say, oh yeah, great. This is actually helping. Yeah. Someone, uh, someone came up to me today or I was talking with them at, at a booth and someone's like, you all and your podcast has helped us, has helped me so much during my engineering career. And like, I, I'm a better engineer for like some of the advice you've given. And I was like surprised because a, a lot of we, we have our topics are just us talking, trying to share our wisdom, things like that. But, you know, we're, we're not in it to make money. We There's no ads or anything on this podcast. We just do it to give back to the community. So it's really nice to hear that like it, it's it's impactful. You know, it, it helps us keep going. So to all, all you at Render who's uh, came up and said like, we love your podcast, thank you so much. It, it really gives us the energy to keep going. Yeah, thank you. Like, I think we can't express that enough is how much like it we appreciate people listening to us and letting us know that. So, yeah, that's a good call out, Jim. I'm thoroughly enjoying that and surprised, like definitely when people are like, hey, Ryan, and I'm like, oh, hey, like, don't know who you are, but um, that it's been really cool. And it's a good way to meet people, too. That, that's been good. 
another thing i don't know if you've noticed if you looked around like there's so much thought that's gone into the conference for not just only like booths and things like we have a netflix booth uh, which you know netflix is a sponsor of render which is awesome too and so that's been cool to hang out at but i'm starting to notice like all these like little like niche things that are related to atlanta like a lot of the culture that comes from atlanta they're they're having a lot of little things that just as i walk i'm like oh that's interesting like you know supporting a lot of the music that's grown up in atlanta and just everywhere i look there's like these little things that i I smile at it's really cool to see that it has style like it 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 has uh a swagger I guess you'd say. Yeah, and like, I think that's a good way to describe it. A lot of conferences are like pretty clean and, and dry. And that that's fine too. But this is like be authentic to yourself. And it doesn't matter who you are or where you're coming from. But like bring yourself here and like find find your niche. And that's that's really cool. It's hard to do. Um, this is the third year running. But, you know, you always run into, into issues with like um, – code of conduct and things like that so it, it i think a lot of conferences just like stay away from that area and it's like no this is this is how you behave this is how it is here it's like yeah you know we have a code of conduct but bring your style with you you know dress dress loudly uh yesterday was jersey day like bring wear a jersey and like i i expected sports jerseys but i saw um uh, speaking of our friend taylor uh destin on uh, uh we've both been on this podcast guidance counselor 2.0 uh, he's wearing his like beer league hockey jersey, and I then he ran it. to someone else wearing a hockey jersey. And it's just like people people wore everything yesterday, and it's just like it's so cool seeing just different personalities here. And it's not just people wearing button downs and name tags. It's just like yeah, style. There's lots of style. Um, I'm also a big fan of kicks, and I'm seeing <laughs> some of the the coolest kicks I've ever seen in one place. Like I'm constantly like, whoa, whoa, those are so cool. And I've definitely even stopped a few people in the hall being like, nice kicks. Those are sweet. So like even that, it's like really cool to see just these like little cultures or subcultures coming to a location. And I love that. Like you said, authentic self, like bring that and like show up that way, which is really cool. Something else I've enjoyed, and this is something really important at conferences, but you never... You never really think about it. And I think in the early years of uh, my early days of going to conferences, I totally missed. But one of the more important things about conferences is networking and meeting people. So I've, I've loved the after hours events where I get to sit down outside of the conference area and just like, hey, I'm an engineering manager too. Like, let, let's complain to each other and let's talk about our struggles and like just hang out and learn from each other. And I've I really enjoyed that so far too. Met some really, really just intelligent people. Yeah, and I actually... To that point, Jim, I think Render's done a really good job of facilitating that too. Like they have a lot of events after hours too. Like there's the conference hours and then they're planning all these other activities or things that go along with the conference. Like obviously, you know, happy hours, but there was even... If you like cars, there was an electric car show that you can go to. And to me, those it's just really cool. Like that's not something that's necessary or that you feel you have to do as a conference. But I think it's really that community aspect that's coming into play here where it's like they're not done at, you know, five when all the last talks are done. They're like, how can we make this a even bigger experience? And I think that to me, it's those little things that go a really long way. Yeah, agreed. And if, if anybody out there, our front end happy hour regulars are listening, like why are Ryan and Jem going on so much about one conference? It's it's because it's it's different. And um, the organizer Justin uh, Justin Samuel, he really 
took a chance on like trying something new. Conferences are expensive to run. The logistics are a nightmare. And the fact that this is the third year running and like the hype just keeps building and building and building. And every year people are like, ah, I really want to go. And like you and I are, we're finally glad to be here. And then not just that, but representing just a part, a portion of tech that is there and it's growing, but definitely still under, underrepresented. And we get the opportunity to connect with these people and maybe influence their career. Like I feel privileged just to be invited to to be here and just maybe hopefully impact people positively. And that's why we're, we're going on about this conference because it's just, it's so unique and different from pretty much any other conference I've ever been to. I don't know about you, Ryan, you've been to a lot of conferences, but. I've definitely been to a lot of conferences over the years. There's some really good ones. I mean, we've talked about a lot of the ones we've spoken at so many different conferences. You've definitely given a lot of talks over the years, Jim. I've fallen off a bit on the talk conference talks, but I've still give them here once in a while. Um, but also we've done a lot of live front end happy hour panels and yeah, I, I always appreciate every conference we're at. And I think it's been cool to look at this conference being very different, but then also you and I are like, Hey, let's talk about it. Cause there's a lot of people who are, unfortunately there's a lot of people out listening to us right now that aren't at the conference. And so it's, we thought it was kind of a cool way to give some insights into what the conference is like, how we see value in it too. Like, I know that's something that we've always talked about gem is like, conferences to us are valuable like it energizes us it's great for networking i mean we're managers we're hiring people and so we meet a lot of people at conferences and connecting that way but learning into like what people are doing having those conversations it is so valuable and i think that that to me is a good way for us to be reflecting on it too so it's not even just like hey render 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 it's like yes render's been really great and it's cool for us to reflect on it but conferences in general i think if you can attend them go for it. Like I hopefully companies will, you know, let you go to one, at least one a year. I always say if you can get to one a year, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I like your perspective there. Just like any conference, make the most out of it, learn how to connect. So I, I met someone today and this was their very first tech conference they've ever been to. So I was like, well, the, the bad news is this is like your first car being like a Ferrari. Like you're, you're getting, <laughs> you're getting like an amazing conference and not many are like, like this one. Um, but Ryan, what, what tips do you have for first time conference goers? Not just render, but any, any first time conference goer. Yeah. And I would say a tip may even apply to like people who've gone many times to conferences, but I like your uh, perspective too, of like someone who's first time get out of your comfort zone, you know, speak to people. And I got to admit sometimes like, even though I'm speak to people all the time there's times where i'm like oh i need a break from that but i think at the conferences is just like going up to people and talking to them ask what they're working on what do they do what company they work for those types of things you make some solid connections there's people that i consider friends that i've met years prior to at conferences i i saw a woman today that her and i'd met many years ago at a conference in san francisco it was like 2014 and like her and i both looked at each other and we're like oh hey like you know hadn't seen each other since that conference but it was so cool to just connect and talk again and so i to me it's like just go up to people and talk at lunch like you'll have to there's only so many tables so go sit down introduce yourself like ask people questions on what they're doing and you know sometimes you have conversations that people they're not wanting to talk that much but hey you move on to the next but i think just making yourself available and kind of putting yourself out there can go a long way yeah i love that get out get out of your comfort zone 
uh, I think a mistake I made at early years in conference was like conference, go to talks in the corner by myself, my laptop, go back to the hotel room. That's it. And like you miss the whole point of getting people together if you think it's just for the talks. Like the talks are kind of, I won't say the sideshow because like they're definitely important, but uh, what's really important is connecting with other people. And the fact that tech is a small community and the people that uh, you can see early on are like, they're going to become something or like they'll become much more notable or you can tell they're going to be very impactful on the engineering community. Like we see these people now and it's like they are impactful in the community. And it's just like, it's amazing to make these connections and learn from them. Like I definitely have learned a lot from just random leaders. Um, we were at dinner last night and, you know, we're, we're having dinner with Sarah Jasner. She's talking about some like leadership principles and like we're just debating some of these. And then um, uh, Scott Hanselman comes over and he's like, oh, yeah, I just gave a keynote at Microsoft to build and like talking to him about conferences and like he's part of the organizer and the committee and just learning all these different perspectives from a variety of people from all across the country, all around the world, all these different companies. It's just, you just don't get that. And you can't get that. It's difficult to do it virtually, but it's, these connections are important in the, in the long run. It is harder to do virtually. And I love that you called that out and that you're like, Hey, talks are still important. Like we're talking about all this networking and all that. It's like the hallway track to me is one of my favorite things. Obviously there's been amazing talks at render and we're, we're only on day one of the talks and i'm already like wow there's some really great speakers there's some really thoughtful talks on on lots of different topics whether it yes there's been some ai ones we're all obviously we're going to hear about lots of ai but a lot of different things in new javascript frameworks or things that are people found interesting in that sense css like chris Corriers, i'm excited for his talk we'll go on some new css pieces and you know he's always got some great things to share on that but yeah to your point on the talks are important and you know we're talking so much about the networking part but i also think about is you can watch a lot of these talks because they are recorded um so if you're not at the conference you can at least watch them after but it's hard to get that networking aspect i'm curious what what talks are you excited about jam or which ones have you seen that you thought were great I really like the the talk that it was actually after our panel, Josh Como. He, oh, yeah. Yep. He does the React, um, I forget what the name of the course, but he's like probably the most popular React course teacher in, in engineering right now. And his talk was like jam full. Um, and I can only catch part of it because funny enough, Josh and I were hanging out at Smashing Conf last week where I gave a talk and he gave a talk and just we're at the same conference again. It's just like these small small details and just connecting with people over the time. Um, same with Henry Helvetica on Twitter. Like I saw him last year or last week in San Francisco and now he's in Atlanta and just all these connections over and over again. Um, but yeah, Josh's talk was good. I'm looking forward to Sarah, Sarah Drasner's talk tomorrow on things about Angular, but just like the evolution of frameworks, which is like really relevant to me because that's something we're we're looking into. Excited for uh, Shonday Person's talk tomorrow. Um, and Shonday's on your team, right? Yeah, yeah. She, uh, I have seen the talk. It's really, really good. I will go see it again because it's, yeah, She she's an amazing speaker. And she does such a good job taking a technical thing that even sometimes she hasn't understood. And I've heard you say this too, of like sometimes giving a talk is the best way to learn. And I've seen her do that where she's like, 
I want to learn this topic and she goes deep on it. But then she does such a great job distilling that information to the audience and so good at analogies. Like I almost cry sometimes with her analogies. I'm laughing, but they're so on point. Um, so yeah, that will be a good one. I feel like there's a few others I'm excited for tomorrow. Just like forgetting there's too many. I think that's one problem is like I'm having serious FOMO because I'm like, wait, I want to attend that talk and that talk, but they're at the same time. That's always a good sign in that there's a lot of good conference talks that that's always the problem in the eternal debate about conferences like single track or multi-track uh the problem with the five track conference is you can't see them all at the same time uh i would like to i i really enjoy networking but it is nice to, to pop in and like just sit back and enjoy someone who can distill something some complicated topic or learnings they've had down really simply there's a lot of good speakers like that here and I'm sad I can't see them all. That like That's probably the biggest downside. Yeah, I think that I always like that too, is that even if you know a topic really, really well, like if you were the expert on React and you go to a React talk, it's cool because even a beginner of React giving a talk on like React 101 or whatever, it's really cool because you can actually learn something or a different perspective. And I always love that is even if I'm very familiar with the topic, it's cool to hear someone else share their perspective on that particular topic. I always tend to find I take something away from that. And I love that. And I think that's maybe even good advice. Like I know you and I've talked about this or people ask, like, I don't know what to speak at a conference. I don't really know what to talk or I'm not the expert in this. And I'm always, always like pick something that you're passionate about and like just talk about it because just because there's 20 other people that's talked about it online or at a conference, who cares? You have a different perspective and a creative way of sharing that. And I think that's like always a good reminder of that too. Well, I mean, I think we've done a fairly good cover of the day one. Uh, I mean, there's still more to go. I think, Jem, we, we may as well head back inside, check out some of the talks. There's still more to go, uh, but it's been great kind of just doing a recap of day one. And I look forward to day two. That's going to be exciting. So thank you all for listening to our episode on Render ATL Day 1. You can follow us at frontendhappyhour.com. Listen to us, really, whatever you like to listen to podcasts on. Follow us on Twitter at FrontendHH. Maybe let us know how we're doing. Like we said, we really love hearing from you all, just knowing, hey, are we doing a good job? Do you enjoy the podcast? What would you like to hear more of? We always love topic ideas. So yeah, please share with us. We love hearing from you.